Hola, hola. It's your girl, Erica, from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. And I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach and I'm a bold stand for confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Okay, my friends. So excited to be here. In the flesh. And in the flesh, in real life. Look at this. Kemi, congratulations. March 1st, your next baby power. Thank you. Thank you. It's very excited to have this book out in the world now. Um, yeah, it's been a an endeavor and yeah, it's exciting to have it out in the world. It's huge. Yeah. I'm pumped. How many books now? This is my third book. Okay, so Kemi was on the podcast before. It was on Zoom because we couldn't hang out in the flesh. And so I'm a little mm. bit very excited everywhere that she is here physically and I could touch her <laughs> and I could touch her book, which just came out and my copy is on its way. I might steal hers, but that's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> tell us, tell us about this. It just came out on the 1st of March. Yes, it is called Power, A Woman's Guide to Living and Leading Without Apology. I think... This is a woman that does that. So I'm so excited to have to have this time with Erica. And actually, when I first spoke on the podcast, we have actually just we just became friends mm-hmm. straight away. Um, we have actually seen each other in real life. Yes, we've had lunch. In we, we've had lunch in the park. <laughs> One of the, the peanut butter things. cafe. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a whole yeah, other, that's podcast, a whole other story. But... <laughs> that's a whole other story. But I the book you. is um, a book of our times. Um, I believe that because I kind of listen to the whisper that became a shout around how we as women have so many more opportunities now, mm-hmm. but the opportunities outside of ourselves, our internal voice doesn't always match the opportunities that we can create for ourselves or that we can say yes to that are offered to us. And you know that this whole podcast is about women standing in their voice, reclaiming their confidence, empowered women. Yes. And what I love about you when I read this, when I saw the subtitle, I was like, that's Kemi. To me, and I said this to you recently in our friendship. We talk on the phone. We'd be like, hey, how you doing? She checks in. And I said to her, one of the biggest things of you that you've given me is the way you live. Like you you have boundaries, healthy. You are strong. You say what you think. You don't have an apology. You don't apologize for taking up space, which we're going to get into because it's in the book. And I love it. <laughs> you are it. Like, honestly, I, with my whole, all my kids, like you have taught me just by being in my life. And mm. like, you're a great influence as a woman in my life. Aww. I do. I'm like, Aww. I want to be like everywhere I go. But I think that's the, I think that's the thing about having supportive, powerful women around yeah. us yep. is that I do have boundaries in my life and I do live, you know, I live by my values, but it's because of the life that I've lived prior to this. And mm. I know that it's similar for you. It's like for those of us that, and I'm not unapologetic all the time. I'm English by birth and, you know, English, we just say sorry all the time, even if we don't mean to for no reason. We yeah. just wake up and say sorry. <laughs> and then being a woman, it can be really easy to always be apologizing for our presence. And then to be a woman of color, add mm. that in. There's a lot of apology that I have had to work through And, you know, that now as a 47-year-old woman that I can put it down the ways that I've had to apologize in my life Mm. and the way that I have stopped apologizing. 
Um, and this idea of power for me, you know, Erica, what you represent for me is your ability to own your story. You know how the book Power is broken up into a power acronym. So it's presence, ownership, wisdom, equality and responsibility. And for me, you embody all of that. Oh, I have never seen you. you as someone that apologizes for who mm-hmm. you are, your experiences, what you give and what you're here to be. I love you. Yeah, I love you too. I was like, I, I don't think I've ever said that on a podcast oh, before. See? Very intimate. Mm. Mm-hmm. There you just go. Turn the camera off. There you go, spoonful of Sarah and Emma. She loves me. <laughs> just kidding. Love hey, <laughs> we got the lights on. We're ready to go. <laughs> I, I really, 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 really think what a crazy time too is International Women's Day. Mm-hmm. She's a little bit savvy. That's what too. And you're going on tour. I am going everywhere. on tour. I'm on a plane. I am getting on a plane oh tomorrow. Gosh. I am so tomorrow. excited. Tomorrow. I'm excited, but I'm also, am I actually going to get on a plane? <laughs> well, because there's it. a lot going on yep. in the world, mm-hmm. and especially with weather patterns. <laughs> oh, yes. Who knows? But I think what we've all learned over the last couple of years is that we can kind of deal with things changing in a moment. Mm. Yeah. We can deal with everything. We can deal with the things. So we're going to put in the show notes, the links, if you want to get tickets to go, you can see her in person. She's a freaking, this is how I met you. And I talked about it in the other oh, podcast yes. is I was like a little kid watching going, oh, I love her. Like I could, I was far away and you mm. were on the stage yeah. far away in the uh, expo center. Yes. And I was like a little kid in the back, like couldn't get to the front. And I was just like, oh, I love her. Who, who is she? I've seen her before. And just, your presence, which I know is one of yeah. yeah. her presence. Like you can see when a woman is powerful and believes in themselves and is confident and feels good and is present with you. And you were present with all, I don't know, 500 or something, a thousand <laughs> of us that were in that room. And I just was like, I need to know about her. Who, like you drew me in from, I was very far away. I just want to make sure you understand. <laughs> Almost outside. And I was like, oh. Standing room only. <laughs> but I think this idea of power, you know, I think it's important that I share mm. why that word. Because so many women, when we hear yes. that word power, it is not necessarily a positive experience for many of us. We've yeah. experienced, yes. you know, we've experienced what Brene calls power over. So we've experienced that kind of domination. We've experienced the form of power that is only allowed for mm. a few people, which are mainly white men. Now, I'm married to a white man, okay, and I've given birth to a biracial man as well who's mm. going to be 18 in seven days. Gosh. So, you know, this isn't about, oh, you know, all white men are bad men. Yeah. Not at all. But there has definitely been a structure put in place where whiteness and maleness mm. has been the form of power that most of us have experienced. Yep. This book is about us looking at, What is a power that we create within us as women? Mm. And that through history and through time, women have held power. It's why we were burnt at the stake. Mm. You know, it is why there are certain violences against women that have been used to make us powerless because of the power that we carry. Yeah. So there's a real fear for us to stand in our power and own who we are and own our stories. And yet around the world, starting with Tarana Burke and the Me Too movement, looking at Grace Tame here in Australia, Mm. around the world now. And even the first lady of the Ukraine said the the power of this war comes from the faces and the resistance of women. Mm. So in different ways, in different areas around the world, it is women owning our voices and supporting each other that builds our power. And I also want to say to that, it's not that I have built my power and tomorrow I will, and tomorrow I will yeah. be powerful forever. Yeah. Or that Erica has brought yeah. her internal power and she'll be powerful forever. Life happens to all of us. We will get knocked down. As a black woman living in a majority white environment, I can walk into it. Not so much now because of how I feel mm. in myself, mm. 
But I can walk into a room and know in a moment I am not welcome here, yeah. I do not belong here, and the energy in this room is one that says to me, get out of here. That will happen yeah. again and again in my lifetime. But now I, now I choose to walk out of those rooms. Mm. I don't want to belong in those rooms. Yeah. I own my power by leaving, not by trying to make myself something to stay in those places. That's so good. And if you're watching or listening to this, start thinking about what, when you hear the word power, what do you think? Mm. Because I can really hear how you've worked through so much and transmuted that word because instantly when I think power, I think governmental, yeah. I think old man, yeah. I think Donald Trump, yeah. I think man on top of yeah. you, not sexually, but even that, but well, I even think, that, you know, but I, from my head, it goes like yeah. rich, white yeah. suit. Yeah, 100%. I mean, see that when you said that, I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. what do I think about the word power? Yeah. And yet the Oxford Dictionary definition of the word power is the ability to act or do something in a particular way. That is it. What? The ability to do something or act in a particular way. And I have in this book, The Power of Beliefs is one of the chapters and The Power of Stories, because this idea that power was exactly what you yeah. just said, it was, it's all been made up. It's not true. And yet men have believed it to the mm. detriment of men yeah. as well, because it means that they're caged in what a powerful man is. Yeah. And definitely wow. to the detriment of women. We've believed it, you know, and it's in our... DNA and it's in our blood to believe it. It's why it can be really scary to own our voices. I think one of the most, the biggest power moves that we have seen recently was Grace Tame mm -hmm. not smiling. The side eye girl. You know, just mm. not, just yep. in her power. I will stand here in my belief, in my integrity, and I will not smile. And I've had that as a black woman. I'm yep. like, I've got to appear not threatening. I've got to make sure that I smile. And just deciding to make you comfortable. Yeah, like, no. yeah. It's like I'll, I'll smile. I'll even laugh when it's authentic to me and when I feel it. Not if because, you're funny. If you're not, if you're, yeah. I will you're leave. Not funny. Yeah, I'm out. I'm you know, I, I come from a generation of like Monty Python. So yeah. if you're not funny, I'm not laughing. <laughs> You've got to be Monty Python funny. Yeah, that's it. Are we out? We're out. Um, so that's interesting too. What power? So why this book and why now? Because. Mm. Mm. I, this is the book. Well, I feel like as someone that trained in yoga, and I remember when I used to be a yoga teacher and I felt very much as a teacher in front of the room, I am channeling. Mm, I am here yes. as a physical embodiment of something, but what is coming out of me and what I'm teaching is something that is bigger and larger than me. When I got the sense to write this book, first of all, it scared me because as soon as I got the word power as the title, the, the next thing that came into my head was who the oh. hell do you think you are? to write a book about power. Did you hear that? That happened. That happens yeah, to us. And happens. you didn't listen. No, because, well, but I did listen and I thought, ah, oh, it's me. Book. Yeah. <laughs> here yeah. comes the okay. book out so of me. So here it comes. Fuck, I'm wow, going to write great. this book. And, this, and I suppose now I feel that sometimes the universal conversation or the energetic conversation is that because I was told this is the book for now and I decided to go with the whisper. Yes. Wow. Yeah. It's like it's coming out of you. Yeah, it's it's came out of me and it was challenging in some ways because I was locked in my house for two years because, you know, <laughs> yes. Melbourne, most locked down city huh, in the world. We won an award. <laughs> um, but also in some ways it was a gift to be able to have to have the time and the space to write the book mm. because that was my focus during that time. And we talked about how she likes writing and how I like talking and I don't like writing. But um, you inspire me because you've written many books mm. on different things as yeah, well because yeah. you're multi. When I met Kemi, I was like, oh my God, this is in common and this is in common. You're not a Gemini. No. No. That's the no, only I'm a thing. Lion. Okay. 
You're Leo. <laughs> you just had your. But I don't have a mane of hair. It's okay. It's in yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> it's in here. <laughs> it's in here. <laughs> I think that's more like that's a meerkat. Maybe a T Rex. We are powerful over here, okay? Um, there's something that you say in the book, mm -hmm. a beautiful quote. We are prepared. We got paper. So if you hear that, yep, that is paper. that. It's not my e-tag today beeping, okay? Um, <laughs> I'm usually mobile doing this. Yeah, In the car. Yeah, like, that's beep, right. Just honking doing at people, thing. you know? Owning my power in the car. So you say there is power in taking up space mm -hmm. and being seen. There is power in allowing others to see you with all your human imperfections. That is, that is, and I feel that now for myself, mm. I feel like it's now a piece of the threads in my body, mm. but that, if I would have read that, I would have been like, holy, how do I even get there? So yeah. can we, can you speak to that? Because yeah. so many, I believe listeners, watchers, women that are hearing this are like, how do I take up space and how do I allow others to see me mm. imperfectly as yeah. I am? Yeah. The reality is, is that there is no such thing as perfection. I think yeah. the only place where we can possibly maybe find that is in nature. You know, when you mm -hmm. look at yes. the perfection of a leaf or the perfection of a flower, that is yeah. it. But as human beings, we don't, we don't connect with people that give us a veneer of what they think perfection is. And I talk about in the book as well. I can honestly say I've never suffered from perfectionism or I've never been challenged with that. I know that a lot of people are. Yeah. I have always kind of attested to good enough is enough. You know, being of service imperfectly is better than not being of service at all. Mm. But I know that for me, the idea of hang, like if there was this perfect person, whatever that person was, I just don't think I'd have fun with them. Yeah. I just think they'd it's be not really boring. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because what are you going to engage Your cuticles look on? amazing. Yeah, that's about yeah. it. Or you can sort yeah. of say, oh, that's, oh, you're wow. perfect. Yeah. But it's a very short conversation. <laughs> But I wouldn't feel that I could show up with that person in my humanity. And even yes. though I, I say sort of imperfections in the book, I kind of mean your humanity. Yeah. You know that we need to allow ourselves to be seen by people. We need to be able to say, I am struggling. Or we need to be mm. able to say, I am successful. Like my life is working right now, you know, yes. or life isn't working and I feel like I'm drowning. And that this, this idea that we have, that we have to hold the whole of the world on our shoulders mm. makes us feel powerless. Asking for help and sharing what's going on is powerful because it connects us. And it's that, that moment of presence. Mm. I can be present to your humanity and you can be present to mine. That is power. Oh, do you feel that maybe the, the fear of taking up space and seeing ourselves mm. with our own imperfections or others seeing us is mm. because you're a coach, yep. an amazing coach. And you see all these clients that are scared to go for that payroll, mm -hmm. go for that job, yep. you know, raise up. Do you feel that there's a connection of if I haven't seen myself and accepted myself, mm -hmm. how can I allow others to? <laughs> 100. <laughs> you know? Oh, well, <laughs> let me tell you. I know it's like inside going, yes, if you're asking that question, girl, rewind. <laughs> I definitely, we cannot give to others that we can't give to ourselves. Yeah. You yeah. know, so it's this. So for me as a coach, and I've been coaching for a decade now, I have always had my own coach yeah. because I yes. have to grow. I have to be in my own work to be able to create the space for other people to authentically do their own work. Um, it is one of the gifts of coaching that I have to kind of keep doing my own work, yeah. yep. you know. And so, you know, if we're harsh on ourselves, we're harsh on other people. If we are kind to ourselves, 
we're kinder to other people. That's just how that's how it works. Mm. And yet we're harsh to other people because that's become a survival mechanism because we've had to be. Yeah. You know, yeah. for whatever reason, I I don't believe I believe that every single behavior that we have has come from something. We need to get curious about that. You yeah. know, and then we need to get curious around this belief or this behavior. Does it serve me now for the person that I want to be moving forward? What do I need to do to let go of that story so that I can create a new one going forward? That's so true because maybe it worked back in the day. Oh, yeah. I, I reckon we don't have it unless it worked. Yeah. 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 Whatever that it is, whatever it is. Protected you, helped yeah. you, and yeah. now it's yeah. like it helped you that to survive. tool is rusty. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like for me, I can speak as a black woman who has fostered my whole childhood by white families. I knew that I had to not be seen, which is ironic because mm-hmm. I was only the only black person in the room. But my experience of myself was be kind, be nice, do not rock the boat, mm-hmm. say thank you, say please, have manners, be a good black girl. That worked. Mm-hmm. But there came a point when I realized I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not experiencing life. Yeah. Like I'm not showing people who I am. This idea of not having an opinion about things served me it definitely did but no longer and so I need to explore that break that apart and create a new story that I'm allowed to be seen I'm allowed to take up space and I'm allowed to have a voice and when I do as someone that looks like me it gives permission for Mm -hmm. other women to do the same I freaking love this and I feel like when you talk about the acronym Mm -hmm. it gives you like a bit of a roadmap when you were thinking about making power did you think it's going to be an acronym or were you just like I got the word Give me some more charades, universe, <laughs> word power. It was, it was a little bit of some of the practices that I have around presence. Ah. So I was, I was writing the stories first. So I had the word power. I knew the book was going to be called Power. Yep. And I just started writing the stories. Love My that. stories, asking past and present clients for their stories around their feelings of powerlessness and how they step in and out of their oh. power. And then one night I was like, part of this structure is in the word and I don't know what it is. So I just wrote down the word power. And I just thought, I just knew that part of the structure is in the word. That was all I knew. That's great. I just wrote it down, put it by my bed, woke up the next morning, was in my meditation, and it just came. Presence, ownership, wisdom, equality, responsibility. Bam. Wow. Just knew it. And I think there's that thing when we listen to that whisper or that voice that the universe does support you and give you the answers along the way, but you have to be willing to step in to then get all of that information as you're traveling. Well, you're stepping, you're taking up that space. You're owning that word mm-hmm. and you're not questioning, is it perfect enough? Is that the right R? Is not, that the right yeah, O? No, you know, I like didn't. You just, yeah, I just, yeah. You I fully just trust. Knew. Yeah, I just knew. And then it was a case of bringing the stories and the power processes. So there are coaching prompts and questions yes. through the book and each of those come from each of the stories. So it's kind of like, where do you not tap into your wisdom? Where are you afraid of being seen? Mm. Who are the people or the person that you feel powerless, powerless when you're around and why? And it's a big one. It's a fucking question. It's a big one. <gasps> Who are the, say it again. Who, are, Who the- are the people that you feel powerless around? And it changes for each woman. So oh. for women of color, it can be when you're in a room over the majority and you just feel, I don't belong here. Yeah. I'm being looked at. And you know that you're being looked at. And the phone's on, and we're going to leave it because it's real, and that's what happens. Hey, she's popular. She's selling her book, okay? People want the copies. Where's my book? That is so bizarre because my phone is never on. But we're going to go with it. It's on. In perfect. Yes. In perfect. Do you feel any panic around no, the phone? Man. No, man. Oh no panic. Should, these no poor panic. people, they yeah. have my hoop in the microphone. <laughs> my E-Tech, E, you didn't pay it. Maybe you think I'm broke. Yeah. I don't care. There it's all go. good. Yeah. So, we so yeah, so different women. I remember when I was running an event for women and there was a woman 
that is in a much larger body. And she says, whenever I see a woman who is aesthetically ticks the boxes, Mm. she feels powerless. You know, an older woman can feel powerless around younger women. Younger women can feel powerless around someone, you know, that has more academic achievement than they do. It happens all the time. The power comes from knowing. Yeah. The power doesn't come. And and this is the thing about this idea of power that it's not about this kind of this suit that we put on. like I am powerful. It's not that. It's like, when do I feel powerless? Why? Where does that come from? And what is the work I need to do to build my power back up in this situation? Seriously, if you just go to that page and fill that shit out, that's that's it. Like, that's really it. Yeah, just even that. Because we don't even know. We don't even think about it. We don't even understand. We just feel something and then we're like, avoid. Yeah. Don't do that. And I think we feel something and we internalize it Mm -hmm. and we think it's us, Mm. you know. And I think that's what's so affirming about women sharing their stories. I actually had... Um, a journalist interviewing me, a woman of color the other day and much younger, like 20 years younger than me. So in her mid twenties. And she said to me, reading the book affirmed Mm. why I feel the way that I do. And reading the book made me realize it's not about me. It's about the structures that have been put in place to make me feel that way. And then similar with, you know, an Anglo woman, you know, executive top role. She said, reading the book for me, made me realize why I feel the way that I do in certain meetings, why I say, and I share in the book, I was working with a woman in tech, you know, a leader in tech. And when she spoke, and this is about the power of language. And I talk about Mm. this, the power of words that she would always say, I think, I think this, I think this in the meetings. And I said to her, I said, do you know what you're talking about? And she said, what do you mean? I said, because you say, I think, but I think, but but what I understand is that, you know, yeah, you know, so then we worked on how she used her language. So, And I said, why do you do that? And she said, because I know that as a woman in tech 20 years ago, I had to say in rooms of men, I oh, think. Yeah. Because I knew that if I said, I know, that, that oh, who does she think she is? Yeah. She goes, yeah. but now as a leader, 20 years on in my career, I don't need to do that. So once again, I had to. It was a behavior. Yeah. But now I don't need to. And she said, and I don't want the women coming up behind me in this industry to think that they have to apologize by saying, I think. So then we looked at, okay, I said, okay, let's brainstorm. What are the other things you can do? She said, I know. And she said, oh, my God, I feel, because I, wow. I feel that that feels scary. But I do know. I've been in this industry for 20 years. In my opinion, I believe, as opposed to I think. And I think the only time that we use I think is when we're actually thinking. <laughs> you know, when we're actually like, yeah. oh, I think. I think we should have you know, this maybe for we dinner. could something. Yeah. Exactly. But it's like, I know that if we take that action in this project, this is going to be the outcome and it is not the right outcome for our company. Mm. It's like stepping into that belief of what you already know and who you are. It's ownership and it's wisdom. It's ownership and wisdom. Yeah. Can I memorize these? Were you going to punch me? I like response. No, I was just like dancing salsa over here (laughs) with my Cuban outfit, you know? I love the outfit. I'm just like, oh, okay. My favorite is responsibility. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. I just love it. And yeah. my least favorite, not least favorite, like I don't like it, yeah. but the thing I struggle with most is presence. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? So yeah. I'm like at the end of the word, like, yeah, responsibility, but I love presence. And you say in the book, being fully present is a way to experience being fully human. Mm-hmm. And we be thinking and mm-hmm. we be in our heads and yeah. we don't get into our, I don't know if anybody listening here is meditating, like Kemi meditates and gets the wisdom. I get my wisdom in the shower. That's yeah, where it comes that from. Yeah, can be a meditation. Yeah. <laughs> and my driving. Yeah. That's yeah. what happens. I'm yeah. like, but it's it's interesting because if I don't make time mm. for not presence with people, I love people yeah. being and people drinking people up yeah. by myself, mm. my own presence, I won't be, I used to really struggle with silence. Yeah. 
And I used to struggle with the space between. Mm. Like, okay, should we fill the space and say something? Yeah. Now I'm like, yeah. Okay, here. Yeah. So, So with the presence, how can somebody start, understand, first of all, that they're not present with themselves? To then be, because yeah. you know, if you're in a room and you want to say something, yeah. you're conscious of what are they going to think of me? What are they, yes, you're not yes. with yourself. You're not present. Yeah. yeah. Look, there's so much that I think in, in one way, there's the kind of physiological being present and, and the, the access that we all have to that is our breath, mm. you know, yes, is to just breathe, is to breathe. And, and I say that knowing that a lot of people do not give themselves even time to breathe, which is why when people then take on breath work or yoga or meditation, they decide, oh, my gosh. I'm crying in my I'm yoga just, class. You know, yeah, because you're present. <laughs> yeah. And I remember running a retreat one year and we were just going to do like a five-minute meditation. Um, it was a bit, no, actually, I think we started with one minute, then two minutes, over seven days, because these were people that had never experienced any form of meditation. I don't believe that meditation is the be-all and end-all yeah. of life at all. There are so many tools in the world. Yeah. And we get to choose whatever. You know, I what don't works. like yeah. it when people say, this is the one way. And if you yeah, no. Because then it has people feeling guilty about meditation. It's like, I don't I'm think that the it. monks yes. that started meditation <laughs> want people to be feeling bad about not meditating. You know? <laughs> no. Nope. If it's helpful, it's helpful. But breath, definitely. But I, I think a clue, and I talk about this, the world does not need more busy women. It mm. needs present and powerful women. And so as women, it's so easy for us to think that busy is our currency, busy is mm. our worth, being available is what is wanted of us. That is how we get our sense of achievement and our mm. sense of value. Yeah. And that means that we are running around all the time. And the narrative underneath that is I don't have time for myself. I don't yep. know who I am. Yep. I feel lost. I'm resentful. I'm angry. I'm exhausted. But if we can actually just take the time, to- actually, yeah, it is. It's taking the time, to- taking it, not waiting, not coming. Mm. <laughs> it's carving it out. It's owning it, yep. owning that I am allowed to be here That's for myself. Ownership, yes. ownership Which that is... I own myself first. Mm. That if I don't own myself first, other people are going to take my time and take my energy and responsibility. It's not their fault. Mm. Yeah. It's not them. When we have this narrative of they, why are they asking me? Why are they making yeah. me? Yeah. What? No, yeah. no. It's just that at the moment there are no boundaries in place. Mm-hmm. That, that you're basically saying, yeah, you can treat me like that. That's not a problem. Yeah. Go for it. They're yeah. not doing anything wrong. It's not until we say, oh, actually, I've just realized that's actually not okay yeah. with me. Yeah. Or actually, no, I can't do that thing. I'd love mm. to, but I can't. Or I wouldn't love to, and yeah. I can't. Yeah. But until we're present to what we need and what matters to us and our energy levels and our capacity, you know, we're yeah. just going to constantly feel that we are at the mercy of things outside of us and actually want to build the power within us. And then that's where people... The power is given out. You're yeah. powerless. Oh, it comes from this. Yeah. And it's regenerative. You know, that it's, yeah. if it's built from within, it's not an external, it's not a title. Mm. I have worked with people that have the title of power. They do not feel that power inside. Yep. And I also know people that have a deep sense of power, do not have title. But this power that's inside is regenerative mm. because we build it, you know, we can build it again and again. And that's what I hope the acronym does is, that, okay, I feel powerless. What is it? Oh, I'm not present. That's what, oh. Oh, I feel powerless. What is it? I'm not taking ownership of my, that's what it is. When that person said that to me, I didn't say, hey, yeah. that's not okay yeah. to say that. Actually, my experience is, you know, A, B, C, or D. And in that moment of taking ownership for your experience, you build your power back up again. Mm. The thing with ownership that, I don't know if you see this, but I hear women, and I know you talked about people pleasing as well in the book. Mm. It's like we're scared to be mean and say, and that's the whole, because you're, uh, also queen of boundaries 
Because if you want to learn boundaries, you've got an amazing program. We'll link it in the show notes below. <laughs> Seriously, you are amazing. It's not a preference. Mm-hmm. This is what happens. Yep. And I feel like the ownership, the power gets taken away because we, we won't or we don't or we question, should I say no? Does that make mm-hmm. me mean? And when I met you, you were always like, nope, we're doing this. I'm doing that. I don't want to do that. Sure, yeah. we can do that. Yeah. Like straight away as a friend. Yeah. You really taught me who you are, what you're about, what you're not about, what's okay, what's not okay. Yeah. What's okay now, but may not be okay later. I remember we had that <laughs> conversation too. It's okay now, but who knows about later? Just want to put it out there. And I'm like, damn, like this is me and how we mm-hmm. run things. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know that so that yeah. when you mess with me, yeah. you know who I am. And you, like you, you gave that, uh, you own that where a lot of people, I think it's scared. Like it's going to make them mean, or they're going to look like the mean, yeah. you know, angry Puerto Rican chick or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I do know what you're saying. But once again, that has come from my experience of not doing that. Mm, you yeah. know, that we, this is what growth and personal development is, is that I came yeah. from a place of not being that. Cause I felt like I had to be nice to everyone all the time. Yeah. And all those sorts of things that so that comes from. And the thing is, is that, I'm now at a point, my friendships are so important to me. My yeah. girlfriend friendships are so important to me. And so I want people to know straight, because I'm literally like a five-year-old. I'm like, I want to be your friend. Can we be friends? <laughs> I love you. Like, I really like you. Yeah, I resonate yeah. with you. This is who I am. Does that resonate yes. with you or not? Yes. And, and for me, the gift is, is that when I am with people, they know that I am there because I want to be there. I'm not there mm. by accident. Like, this isn't by accident. Yeah. When we meet, I'm it's not, not like... not marketing promo. It's not... A, no, no, 100%. No. I was driving here actually thinking, I am so blessed. <laughs> you know, that that... And that is... And that comes to being responsible and taking ownership. And in... It's in wisdom, actually, around values. It's yes. when we realise what we value. And one of my core values is connection. So in sharing this book with the world... I'm only saying yes to opportunities where I feel a connection, either yeah. because I know the person or I'm connected to the organization mm. or the work that they're doing. Because otherwise I will feel resentful turning yes. up at random places, having yes. to talk, and I'll be just there going, why am I here? You don't care. I don't know you. What is the point? Yes. Whereas that has not been my experience at all. But it comes back to taking the time to be present to what is important to me mm. and who are the people that I want to spend my time with because we're here for a short time. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're talking. Unapologetic. Yeah. As unapologetic. Well, which I promise you, it's from you. When I yeah. met you, I think the boundaries, the being who you are, saying mm. what you mean. Uh, I don't know even if you know, but it's helped me in my life. Like in my day to day, I'm like, you come into my head and I'm like, oh, yes. Like you're the example of that. Mm. You know, like maybe for me, Instagram stories, I could be your yeah. example. And <laughs> Tina could be the reels dancing, you know, <laughs> you know, but like yeah. for me, you, it's like, oh, actually, no, yeah. I don't. And I've noticed that. How it feels like, oh, that feels a little bit mm. like I wanted to say yes, but then I meant no, but then I said no. And then it was like, mm. Mm. but I fit, but that's the thing. That's what I love about our friendship is because when I speak to you, sometimes I'm like, oh, God, it's going to take me a few days to just, oh, that was a lot there. Because I'll ask Erica a question about a thing. She's like, right, there's this and there's this and there's this. And Sent you four links. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, yeah. That is so While true. we were talking, she just like bombs me. Links this, 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 and I'm like, wow. And I love that though. I love it because I know where it comes from, and because we're different in that. When I think that's what we give each other. Yeah, that is what we, that is what we give each yeah. other. Like I'm just like. So then I'll have a conversation, and I'm normally gardening. I know when I talk yes, to you because yes. once again I'm like gonna have a conversation with 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 Erica. I want to be present to that. I want to yeah. be in beauty so I can really receive what you have to give. I love that. So then once we put the phone down, I like go back to my weeding. And I'm processing everything that's, and I'm like, okay, what has resonated with me? What hasn't resonated with me? What do I want to respond to? Mm. And I and I feel that that is part of the reverence that we have in this relationship yeah. that I'm so grateful for. 
I love yeah. that. It's yeah. it's really powerful. Yeah. It is powerful. Yeah, it and really I think is. even in look, you know, I'm like a capsule wardrobe. I wear four colors. That's it. <laughs> Very classic. And then there's Erica, unapologetically out in a pink room, gold earrings, shirt. <laughs> And it works. Yeah, I was going to put a hat on, but then I was like, it'll be too yeah. much now. No, I've got my Shame hat. my pink shoes. We'll wear the hat. we we'll have to wear our hats. I've got like a black trilby. What's yes. your hat? I got that one. I got a cheetah hat. Yeah, there you I think go. The cheetah hat the would cheetah be great. The cheetah hat would be perfect. We got to do cheetah hats. Yeah. Yes, we got Unapologetic. Exactly. Unapologetic. And it all works. And yeah. I talk about the power of community. And I say in that chapter, mm. as women, we do not need to understand each other. We don't even need to like each other. We don't even need to get each other. Yes. But the fact that we navigate the world as this gender is enough for us to stand together as a community. Yeah. It's so powerful, too, because you see other people doing their thing. And when they see you, they're like, oh, yeah. I want some of that. I want yeah. to... Uh, who is it? I don't know if it's, I'm really bad with quotes. I don't know if it's Plato or Socrates or one of those yep. old people. One of those blokes. One of those dudes that said... I'm 95% Plato and Socrates is like, I'm 95% this person. Yeah. And I'm like, I love that because people that you meet, when you see some, a mm. woman, empowered woman yeah. that's out there instead of the, oh, which people that don't do the work, we get the jealousy, we get yeah, the, the projection, envy. Yeah. the envy. Yeah. But when you're doing your work yeah. and you're sure of yourself, you, you appreciate, you're yeah. like, I appreciate that in her and yes. I want it to appreciate yeah. in me and. Yeah. You know, so we have to be the light here so people can see us. Like- yeah, 100%. And I think that's the thing as well. Even when it comes to kind of jealousy and envy is that we can get curious yes. about that. If you're jealous or envious of somebody else, then you can make it about them. It's not about them. It's mm. a gift. Like turn it back on yourself and go, oh, what is it that I am doing or not doing that is mm. having me feel that? It doesn't have to be this thing where you kind of lock in on yourself. It can actually be a case of, oh, there's something they have that I want. So what is it that I'm not doing to have that Mm. as opposed to tearing down that other woman because she's doing what you don't want to do. And in terms of kind of Instagram, social media, if someone's stuff doesn't resonate with you, just, just unfollow. It's not hard. Responsibility. Don't take responsibility Mm. and be wise enough to know what, for whatever reason right now, that person is triggering me in not a good way. That's making me feel bad about myself. Mm -hmm. And right now I'm going to mute or I'm going to unfollow. That is fine. That is responsibility. That is ownership. That is wisdom. And it's definitely being present to how you feel. I love it. It works. All of it. it oh, I think God, it kind of works. You. It works. Wisdom of the yeah. meditation yeah, that you. came Thanks. in. Seriously. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, it feels like the things just come to you and you listen yeah. because you're not trying to figure out what's perfect. You're just like, this is coming to me. This yeah. is coming out of me. Yes. And literally everything we've talked about, I'm like, oh, that's presence. Oh, that's ownership. Yeah. Hey, that's yeah. person's ownership yeah. and responsibility. Yeah, 100%. Like, it's start- all, it is it's all there. And what's been beautiful for me about talking about the book and sharing the book is that, like you said, I keep seeing these mirrors. So I had someone say to me, the other day, she goes, when I read the book, she said, I had this sense of power being a light. Oh, that's Whereas beautiful. my experience before reading the book was one of darkness, which mm. I think goes back to that form of power, the power yep. over where we as women are kind of subjugated and it's oppressive. But suddenly she felt like the power that I gained from reading the book and the work that I've done through reading the book gave me a lightness and I want to spread light. Mm. And that's what it gave her. Now, I wasn't writing it thinking this is a form of power that will give light to people. Yeah. But when she said that, I had that like, oh, my gosh, wow. See, when they re- when you even when you do things like this yeah. and the more you talk about yeah. it and the more you share and people ask you questions. I'm like, learning. I yeah, learned like, about the book. I learned my book more. Yeah, because it's, in some yeah. ways, in some ways, I did feel this sense of I need to write this book and I am so open and present to the gifts that other people are going to give yeah. me in what they get from yeah. it. 
Yeah. The secondary part of when you said power and I thought, oh, like Donald Trump. Yeah. And then you shared that. Then mm. I was like, power, electricity, because I felt Ooh. like uh, energy. Yeah. So electricity is yeah. like you're powerful. You have energy yeah. like you are alive. And then if Ooh. we add into that energy as in light, as in yes. then illuminating oneself unapologetically, and then that light illuminates <sighs> others. Because then what it says is I... I want you to be in my presence unapologetically as yourself. You know, mm. that you don't have to apologize to me for your presence yeah. and how that expression is. And I need for you to allow me to be in your presence unapologetically me. And I think one of the most powerful things we do as women is to be really mindful of who we surround ourselves with. Yes. And not because, you know, I think most of us want to be kind. Most of us want to be the best version of ourselves, but we're also on a journey. And sometimes people can't give us what we need. Yeah. That is fine. Let those people be on their journey, but also become the woman mm. that you want to be surrounded by. I used to be a really big gossip. I used to be something because I, it's kind of what I was raised in, that you yeah, just yeah, yeah, talk about course. other women. Yep. That's kind of yep. what you do. Yep. God, it doesn't get more powerless than that for the other woman that you're speaking about, but mm. also for you. Because I would go home and think, feel like. Yucky. Yeah. It's like, like, it kind of connected me to that person, the fact that we were kind of degrading this other woman, but I don't feel good about myself. Yeah. So for me, it was a power move when I decided not going to do that anymore. Yeah. I'm never, ever going to say anything negative about another woman unless I'm willing to say it to her face. And I only say it because it's about her growth mm. and not like I'm going to grow her. I don't mean it like that. Helpful. I mean, it's because I love her. Yeah. 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 It's a helpful, it's like, a, hey, like, I'm going to support. It's like, look, I love you yeah. and I've noticed something. Can I share this with you yes. from a place Permission. of love? Beautiful. You know, yeah. um, it's not about me saying you need to know this. I'm going to be honest because honesty can be carnage. Mm. Honesty yes. is not always kind. Yes. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. There's um this beautiful quote that says, every action we take costs us something, time, resources, and life energy. And, and I'm like, energy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and every action we don't take also costs us time, resources, and life energy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's what it is. Like, yeah. you may be around someone, yeah. doesn't feel good, mm -hmm. and you stay. Yeah. That's your energy. Yeah. It's not good for anybody. No. And the then way, you yeah. go away and you leave that person. Why did I feel like that? And you're thinking about them. Why did they say that? Why did they? Mm. That's energy. That's time. And it's, you know, I think about, you know, those of us that want to do things in the world, whatever that is, whether it's like you want to plant your first garden or you want to write a book or you want to have a child or you don't want to have a child yeah. and you're not owning that. I've worked with clients that don't want to have children. And I completely get that. And yet they don't own that for themselves. So they yeah. find themselves in family environments yes. and stuff. Whether When are you going to have kids? And they cannot, they are unable to stand in their power and say, I am a woman of the 21st century and I have chosen that I do not want children. Mm. And I ask you to not ask me about it anymore. Yep. You know, that yep. it is my life. So there are these different actions that we want to take and yet we don't necessarily take them. If we don't take them, the energy is the regret. Mm. the energy is looking at other people going, well, it's all right for them. Well, they could do it. That's energy. It's not a great energy, but it no, is an energy. No. Whereas Drains. taking the action, which is scary, which yep. takes energy, which is vulnerable, which takes energy. And we just need to get to a point of like, what is the energy I'm willing to use on mm. the actions I choose to or not take? I want a horn. Oh, beep, 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 yeah, I think it's my nails. I don't actually think oh, yeah. my skin's yeah, right. No, no, like, my click, gardening click. nails do not do that. <laughs> Gonna put some press on. Yeah, yeah, I'm bad right. in the garden. I'll just get sand all yeah, the time. It's not gonna work. It's like I can't yeah, eat with these. Not. You can poke the like you could go poke up. the vegetables with them. <laughs> you could dig out probably like some carrots, baby carrots with your nails, but that's about it. We're gonna be gardening. It's next video. That's what yeah. we're gonna do. 
Erica and Kimmy in the garden. We look like a TV show. That would be hilarious. That would be like Erica. You can't be wearing them heels. You're stepping. No, you'd have to wear the heels. Please wear the heels. You have to wear the heels. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, so I'm thinking now we're in wisdom. Mm. Wisdom. Are we going through them? I'm going. I don't even really see what I'm doing. You've got a whole thing. Maybe let's do wisdom. Yeah, because I feel like. For those of you listening or watching this, uh, if you're struggling and you're like, I'm not in my power and I want to name this episode power because yep. like, you know, like yeah. power, how do you feel even listening mm. to that? It's like, oh, what is that about? Yeah. Like, maybe we don't resonate with that word. Like initially how we first said, like, it feels like it's not outside of me. If we think about presence, we spoke about that. That's the first place, right? Yeah. Like that's something that we, we, it's not that we can't access, but that's the access point. Yes, that's the access point. If we're not present to ourselves. How do we know what's going on? Exactly. And we to, to have experiences of empathy and connection to others, we have to be present to others. Yeah. 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 And we got some ownership. Yep. We've got some so ownership, owning that, our story unapologetically, who we are, that. where we've been. Honor your story and it will honor you. Yeah. yeah. That's true. It's so true. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> like she's right about that. No. But seriously. Yeah. But I know that true. because I used to try and hide my story. Same. Yeah. Damn. There you go. I know that, but it, if, you, if you honor your story, it honors you mm. 100%. Yeah. And then now wisdom. Yeah. My wisdom comes in the shower. Yeah. Shower wisdom. Yep. But also, as you've been saying, experience, getting it wrong, doing, yeah. going the wrong way, or yeah. I think the wrong way is yeah. the right way. Yeah. Right. But all of the, the, the things that you move through, where do you feel like your wisdom comes from? Good question. Where does, where does my wisdom, I think it comes from all of that. You know, I think there's wisdom from lived experience. There's Mm. wisdom from making mistakes. There's wisdom from failure. And I have Mm. to say, I'm an advocate for failure. Mm I am not a, there's no such thing as failure. There is failure and it can be heartbreaking and you are on your knees and you don't even know if you can get back up and it's okay to just experience failure as failure. We don't need to coat it in anything. Yeah. Um, And then when we're ready, we will then pick ourselves up up and we may learn what there was to learn from that failure. But this idea of like, I don't believe in fact, for me personally, I don't agree with that. I think there is failure and we do fail and that is okay because it builds a sense of wisdom. Yeah. Um, There's wisdom in being able to tap into this sense. You know, our gut intuition has only been one time in my life when I didn't follow my intuition, I was told very much. One time. That one time. Damn well, it was, a, I'll tell about it off mic. Okay. Um, one time and I went against my intuition. It did not go well. And I just knew, don't mm. ever do that again. Mm. Don't ever do that again. And there have been times when, well, I know for myself that my wisdom is physiological. I feel it. I feel yeah. it in my gut. I just feel it. I know what it is I need to be doing or not doing. And then I'll bring it back up into my head. And that's when it goes, oh, blah, 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 blah. and I'm like, nah, sorry, back you. down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was the initial the feeling? Presence. What yeah. did I first feel? Because that's what I'm going to follow. That's the thing is the feeling. Yeah. Because well, it is for me. Well, 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 some people that, you know, some people are, you know, do actually process through their head and that is fine. Yeah. Some people process in their heart. Some people process in their gut. Like yeah. I do believe that the we have different brains. senses. Yeah. yeah, the three <laughs> brains. We just, but that's the knowledge and that's being present. Where do I get my information from? Yeah. You know, yeah. and what we want to do, part of my coaching training was on a logical coaching, which means that we are, the, that what we want is to integrate all three. Mm is to integrate all three. So it's not just going with the gut, just going with the heart or just going with the head. It's actually, okay, I felt it in my gut first. And for me, it then goes up to my head. Mm. So then there are questions around, okay, well, let's look at this logistically and yeah, you know, let's yeah. look at this strategically maybe. And then it's, 
how do you feel? Yeah. What does your heart say about this? So then that can give me the information. But for me, my lead point is my gut. For other people, it could be somewhere else. But understand where that is. Get wise about where that is. Yeah, I like that. I think mine starts in the head. Yeah, okay. And then I go, hmm. There. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, like, let's <laughs> oh, yeah. do this. <laughs> Don't walk down that alleyway. Okay. <laughs> we kick someone's ass. Like, it's good. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm not going to, whose ass are you kicking? I don't know. Another alleyway. Someone. Alleyway. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, it trusting. is not wise to kick people's asses. And go down dark Don't alleyways. Do that. Okay. <laughs> Don't not, do that. I'm not, not advocating. I'm I'll be by myself up there going, hey. But I support you to do that. You go, if girl. You do, I'll watch your story. I'll be here. You go. You go. We don't fight anymore, okay? Uh, Juanita. We left Juanita in the hood. That's my yeah, she go. She's awesome. Like, yeah, I need her sometimes. She's like, and you go. needed her. Yes. You and needed she's, her. she's here. Yeah. She's here. Yeah. But I feel very juvenile if I pull her out now. I'm yeah. like, that's, we don't need her to we deal with that. Right Some kindness. Okay, so when you think of wisdom... If you're listening to this or watching us, what comes to mind? Because mm. when you said wisdom initially, when we were breaking it down, I thought about old. I thought about age. Oh, I thought about age. Yeah. And I was like, that's not. That's it's not, not the only one. Yeah. There but also lots. it's not necessarily true because you can yeah. be. <laughs> you can be young and yeah. have wisdom. Is that what you mean? Oh, yeah. I was yeah. going to say you can be older and not really have learned things and known things. Oh, or yeah. Know 100%. That you know things. 100%. You know? It's not like, about age. Wisdom yeah. is not about age. And yet what age does give us is lived experience. Yes. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Equality. Yes. Yes. I opened the book when we before we started recording. Um, and I opened the book and I, I'm going to just trust the process and you guys are going to be with me. The power of race. Is it in there? Yeah. Mm. It's in wisdom. Is it? No, it's inequality. Equality. Yeah. Anyway, I opened the book and there was a beautiful, if you could share a little bit. Yes. The power of my blackness on page 231. And I was like. Literally chills on my fingertips, on my toes, everywhere. I was like, ooh, this, and it opened to this. Mm. Can you talk about equality? And then I would love if you could share that, a little snippet of that story. Yep, I can share a little bit of the story. So the power of my blackness. So first of all, equality, when I break it down in the power principle, it is about us contributing to global inequality Mm. in any way that we can as individuals. I'm not into shaming people. You contribute where you want. If your heart is pulled towards saving the puppies of the world, do that. If your heart is pulled towards education, do that. None of us can do all the things. We don't have the capacity. But I think the equality that we miss a lot is the equality that we have within ourselves, that we are all equal as humans. I'm not talking Mm. about resources. I'm talking about our humanity. Yes. So I share in the book, I've had, you know, incredible opportunities where I have been on, you know, Necker Island with Richard Branson, talking to him, eating pineapple for breakfast together. And I've been in villages in Uganda talking to leaders around how they are supporting each other to get themselves out of hunger. Mm. I have been homeless on the street. I know that you have had situations like that too. Sorry, I have been homeless, not on the street, but I have been homeless. But I was raised to believe that homeless people were less than other people, that they bought it on themselves, that they should this. So unequal, you know, Mm. that I was because I had a roof, somehow I was better, that I was more. And so when I talk about this inner, that, that kind of sense of inner equality, for me as a black person navigating the world, and look, I would have a different experience if I lived in Nigeria, which is my heritage country, but yeah. I didn't. I was brought up in 1970s and 80s England, and I was a foster child. So my level of equality, non-existent. Mm. It was made very clear to me from a very young age, you are less than and you are very lucky that you get to be raised by white people. Mm-hmm. You're one of the blessed ones. So I just took that on. Yeah. I just believe that. And that's where my niceness and my goodness and all of that came from. 
what I've had to learn for myself is no, actually, I am equal in my humanity mm. to everybody else. So when the Black Lives Matter erupt, erupted in 2020, and I say erupted because for those of us that walk in, you know, non-Anglo skin, it yeah, wasn't a new thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so that ben was just a lived daily yeah. experience. Yeah. But when it erupted on the global scale, I found myself speechless. I And I, I'm happy to read a little bit from the yeah, beginning. Oh my of the, gosh, if you can yes, find yes, it again, yes, yes. because it just kind of speaks to what, oh, there you go, you have it. <laughs> Um, it took me a while to know what it was I wanted to say as someone that has lived with racism all my life. And I felt I was surprised that I had no words because suddenly there was a platform and I knew I could be heard, but I had no words. And it was a psychologist, a black psychologist that I heard, I think on Instagram or something that said, for those of us that are walking the world as black people, we need to look after our well-being. Mm, yes, and because yes. well-being is a core value for yep. me. I knew I'm just going to take my time out, went yep. back to the garden. Yep did a lot of running, just spent time on myself, and then this is what came. So I won't read the whole thing, but this is I decided that social media was not the place that I wanted to share this. I've been writing for my um, community through my newsletter every week at 8 a.m. on a Friday for nine years, and wow. I thought that is where I feel safe enough to write these mm. words. So this is a little bit of that. It is called I Am Black. I have few words to describe what is going on in the world right now. I do not watch the news, so I have no images. I don't need to, and I'm not a fan of murder or brutality porn. As a black woman who was born in England in 1974, I was a minority by birth. I was raised by five sets of white foster parents. I chose to move to Australia where I am minority by choice. I married a white man and have children who are biracial. The weight that you may be feeling now, I have felt for at least 42 of my 47 years. Those of us who live as minorities were not shocked by the death of George Floyd nor by the death of Tanya Day here in Australia. When you live it, you are not shocked. I am emotionally exhausted and heartbroken. If you are a person of colour reading this, I know that you have had to hide, soften or polish your story or have been made to question your lived experiences of racism to make others comfortable. I know because I have had to do this. Mm. And it goes on. But... I know that for you, you felt that, but I shared with you that mm. what happened once I wrote that and I shared that is that then my husband, mm. who has always written me handwritten letters, we're both, oh, we both write letters. He? Yeah, always, always. Wow. But he's never written me a letter like this. And I just read a little bit about what my husband wrote. So I posted that on the Friday and on the Saturday morning, I woke up and actually he was sat at the kitchen table and I could see that he'd been crying and he oh. handed me this handwritten letter. See? <laughs> my dear Kemi, I am always have been and always will be white. People see me and immediately know that I can be trusted, believed, adored, that I am worthy of attention, that I am one of the club, the family, that they can be candid, can tell old school jokes, that I can keep secrets, that I am the one who belongs to the real order automatically, that I sailed the seas and conquered and slaved and earned my place with them at the top that I deserve genetically or by God-given right to belong with them in the middle, at the top, in the right suburbs, at the right schools, in Parliament and the courts and the clubs, and I am suitable, appropriate, necessary, that I belong anywhere, that I can do everything or anything or not as I choose, that I am right, able and authoritative. All of that from one glance, one impression, just of how I look. He needs to write a book. Wow, he's amazing. Oh, he's a great writer. And I, yeah. I find it so because in him writing that to me, 
what it's just, you know, we've been together for 20 years. He's experienced what I've had to experience. It, it, it was it was a gift, him writing that letter to me. And what was beautiful is that when I shared that, because then I posted that the next week, mm. just called a letter from my husband. And I had yeah. people, so many people say, can I share that with my parents? You know, people, you know, that wow. walk in the world as yeah, white people. Yeah. Oh my God, he's managed to put into words that I've never been able to put into words. Or now I understand privilege and I don't need to feel guilty about it. It just has given me this access to what it is because Mm. some people, they're like, I've never been in this conversation. I I don't really know what it means. I'm scared. I don't want to do or say the right thing. And his generosity of that letter, I just think opened up for a lot of white people, not from a place of blame or aggression, but just like, oh, oh my God, I get it. I get it that my privilege, I didn't ask for it. Yeah. And yet it gives me access to things that some people will never, ever have access to. That is like, when I opened this up and I started reading his words, I was just like, I would, I would wanted to cry. It was just like, first of all, did you cry? Because I would have like. Doing the audio version of it, it's like we had to. I've never read it. I even just felt I've never read that letter and not cried. And in the audio version of the book. You know, I said to the to the technicians, I said, look, this is a, mm. they said, yeah, of course, yeah, this is a tough one. Mm. And I haven't heard the audio yet, but there, I know that there is, there's emotion in there. And that is yeah. fine because that's, that's, great. that's me being yeah. unapologetically. Yeah, this touches me. Yeah. This touches me as someone, in some ways, my husband epitomizes that form of power that most of us recognize. Yeah. And he's a barrister, like he's a lawyer. So he's up in the upper echelons in wow. many ways. And yet I... But in love with this man because of this. Mm. Yeah. Because he's willing to be present to who I am and my experience. That's really beautiful yeah. that you shared that in your we book did. as well. Yeah. You know, oh, like I wanted to. Yeah. Very, you know, like yeah. I'll bring you into yeah, this 100%, experience. Yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. <sighs> get, the book, get the book right now. <laughs> Go on Amazon. <laughs> you know, now that I've read this a little bit, you know what I would like to do? I just want to read the dedication. Oh, is that yes. okay? Oh, my gosh, I love this. This is. Okay. Hold on. This book is dedicated to. Any woman who has ever felt powerless, overlooked, unworthy. Any woman who has yet to step into her full power. Any woman seeking to make a greater impact. Any woman seeking to lead. Any woman striving for an empowered life. For women of every race, colour, age, creed, orientation, identification and ability. This book is for you. This book is for us. Had to get it for the gram because that was, oh, this is, this is what we do. We garden and we gram, okay? <laughs> Cammy, this book is beautiful. Oh, this is I, like your. Yeah, I, um, yeah, look, it's, uh, I don't have words because. Tell me, tell me. <laughs> I don't know, just reading that dedication. I just think it's a, um, mm. I feel incredibly blessed that I got to write this book and put these words down and I, I want this book to give us all permission to stand mm. in the world as women, regardless of where we came from, that we have an innate power that we can build for ourselves and own for ourselves and that we can support that and hold that for each other when we forget and I'm excited. I, I, I'm excited about when people read this book and what they get, and I'm excited about hearing from them. Um, nah, nah, we're good. No, okay. 
Cry proudly. We love it. Oh, cry proudly. Yeah, I know. I love that. Please yeah. take it. No, I'm going to keep it to you. <laughs> okay, good. This is what's here. Yes. Um... So yes, it's and I and I want to share around tears as well, and just that vulnerability of tears is that when I had a conversation with my publisher. So you have these meetings, and this I'm so blessed for my publishing team, mm. and I had my first meeting, and it was all the different salespeople in the organisation, and they read the book and wanted to talk to me about wow. the book, and you know wanting to share it with other people, and I looked at the Zoom screen, and my publisher introduced me, and there were 14 women on that screen and my publisher was introducing me and who I was in the book and why she was excited about this book. And as she was talking, introducing me, I just felt this emotion come up. Yeah, that's. And I just, and I saw these women and she said, over to you, Kemi. And the first thing I did, I just burst into tears because I just had this mirror because the women started sharing what they had got from the book. Mm. And I just knew that the little girl in me that was scared to be anywhere Mm that I had now created something that had these other women want to step into their power to share the book. And it, you know, I, I, I just went with it. You know, I just, I just said to them, oh, here we are. And I was raised to not have feelings. So this is what my power Uh looks like right now, that I have feelings and that I take ownership of them. You know that when you read the dedication and it brings it up, it's like, yeah. This is the your freaking heart and soul for the women of the world. Yeah. And I would have done the same thing. 14 women looking back at you, telling you about the book that you just wrote yeah. about. That's, yeah. Yeah. When we spoke before, it was like, I put, there's a lot in this book. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's so much. Oh, yeah. God. We're laughing. We're crying. We're <laughs> gardening. It's all here. Oh, my gosh. Honestly, <laughs> when, when you, I, Erica. I love you. Thank I thank you, you for thank sharing you. that. Yeah. Thank you. Like, that's real. That's yeah. That's owning, that's freaking presence, that's being, yeah. that's your wisdom. And that's connection that's, because we have a friendship because I know, I know you know. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. I know that you have had those times where you have felt mm. powerless and I know that you yeah. have not felt seen and all of that. I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it. We're not perfect fucking <laughs> I'm laughing with tears in my eyes because it's true. Like, uh Okay. Is our time here done? <laughs> no. One more, one more. I'm going to cry more. again. Oh, okay. I love this and I and I, we can end with this, but okay. you are the builder of your power. Mm. I talk in the book that we can imagine that our power is a wall and that to form a wall, we need bricks. And our bricks are formed from our lived experiences, where we were born, you know, everything that we have. But bricks need mortar and our mortar is our values. Mm. And that there are times as we build this wall of power in our life, and I don't mean an external wall that doesn't let people in, I mean within us, you know, Mm. that holds us, that it's our foundation. That there are times in our life when our bricks are going to fall out of the wall because of where we are and what happens, you know. And there are times that our wall is going to be literally aggressively on purpose knocked Mm. down because that happens all the time. And there are going to be times as women, because we are smart and we are strategic, that we will give our power away. We will give our bricks away and we will give away our mortar because we know that's the only way we can survive in that environment. Mm. But the beautiful thing about being the builder of our power is that if our wall gets knocked down, we built the bricks Mm. and we created the mortar and we just keep on building. And where community comes in is that if we don't have the mortar and we've forgotten, then that is when we get other women in and say, I need you to help me build my power back up again. Mm. 
Build the community you can serve and nourish and that will serve and nourish you in return. That is it. That is it. And you are just one of those women for me. So thank you for yeah. being who you are. I love you. I love you too. I'm really proud of you. This is fucking amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. Thank, thank you. you for this book. It's going to impact thousands and thousands and thousands and hopefully millions of women around the world. And I can't wait to listen to the audio because I'm going to cry when I read your husband's letter and your dedication. Shit. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love you. Thank love you for you. being who you are. Thank you for doing the work yeah. as well. Your and work. Thank you for being who you are. Thank you for doing the work. Mm. We love you. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Get the book. We're going to tag everything below. We're wiping our tears <laughs> over here. Um, honestly, Kimmy, this is, there are women and watch, okay, on Instagram, go on Kimmy's Instagram, go on our Instagram. There are women around the world and definitely around Australia because this tour is coming that are going to be tagging this incredible woman and they're going to be shouting from the rooftops how much you need to get this book because we love her because she's made such an impact. And so I hope that you get excited and you feel all the love and the power back to you for when everybody starts getting their books. Well, this is what excites me, that this is going to be our collective power. This is going to be it. The woman that's like, I had that conversation, you know, or I said to that person, no, this is not okay Mm. anymore. Or the woman that decided, I am going to follow my dreams. I don't need to wait for permission. And then when we start, when we start then supporting each other to do that, I'm so excited yeah. for this time for women. The trickle is going to be amazing. So yeah. tell us, uh, people are going to be obsessed. How can they find you? How can they buy the book? Where can we go? And okay. when is the audio coming out? People can find me in their garden, and I'm not giving you my <laughs> garden. <laughs> you can find me there. Um, you can find me. I'm Kemi Neck for Pill everywhere. So that's K-E-M-I. N-E-K-V-A-P-L. And I know that you'll have yep, that there. We'll have a so that's me on Instagram. Come and say hello. Um, KemiNeckPill.com is my website. Come and say hello. Share with me what you get from the book. And, um, and they can get I it look on the forward website. to hearing from you. And they can get it. Well, you can get it on all the bookstores. You can get it everywhere. So look, in Australia, Booktopia is great. If yes. you're not in Australia, Amazon works. Local bookshops, obviously support your local bookshop owners Yes, and if they well. don't have it, ask them to order it, please. And Thank you it. very much. Yeah. And... There's a little download that you're giving everyone, not little. Yeah, there are There's free resources. Amazing, look at this. Yeah. There's a little download. There's a little <laughs> link in the in the tiny show notes <laughs> with a big, amazing yeah. resource. There are some resources that come with the book as well that will help. Some of the quotes that Eric yes. has re- re- yes. uh, read out, actually. And then there's like a mini seven-day power project that you can take yourself Ooh. on. And um, there's another little resource as well, which is the principles <laughs> broken down into a poster. So click in the show notes. We're going to share everything, Kemi. I love you. Thank you so much for this book. Thank you for being here. Go get it. Power is out now. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your ears, your time, your energy, and your attention. Please do me a favor and head over to Apple iTunes. Subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it. And if you feel called to, leave me a review. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to, and I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey.